Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. So on today's episode, ladies, you are on for an immense treat. We have Crystal Dwyer Hansen on our show today. She's an international speaker. She's an entrepreneur. She's also a real estate investor. And her and her husband, Mark Victor Hansen, just wrote a book called Ask. And it's all about asking questions. You probably know uh, Mark Victor Hansen from the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. And between the two of them, they've written 30 books. And she added so much value to our show today around asking questions, how to ask them, when to ask them, and just everything around that. So, Andressa, wasn't she amazing? Oh, my gosh. I, we could have been interviewing her for hours. So, what Crystal, she did, she broke down who you need to ask the question. So, it starts with asking yourself, asking others, and asking God. And she was very, very specific with, if you don't believe in what's going to happen in your head first, there's nothing that's going to make that happen. And as in real estate, we all need architecture drawings to do things. <laughs> so the same thing happens to our lives. Creating that architecture structure is a must. And this, this episode is full of specific tips on how can you accomplish that. Yeah, so, you cannot miss this one. No, absolutely not. Enjoy it. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. 
Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Invest Her Show. And if this is your first time with us, we are so excited you're here. Uh, you came to the right place. We are all about helping women uh, create a financially free and balanced life. Um, and if this is your, your repeat podcaster with us and, and uh, someone who loves our podcast, thank you. Um, you know, we're always, uh, you know, give a shameless plug. Please leave us a review. It helps get the, the word out about what we're up to and really all about where mission, our mission is to support women in this world, uh, just get more out of, you know, everything. So, um, Andressa, am I forgetting anything? What I just said? No, you know, okay. I, I, it's funny because I receive a lot of emails from, from the ladies that are listening and it's usually like, listen, I'm listening to you right now. I just woke up and I was, I was with you for the past <laughs> two hours. And they say like that I was with you. Yeah, with you they personally. Feel, they feel that we are together. So when I meet them in person, it's as if we already knew each other. So, <laughs> so sometimes they come and they say, oh, so how is your son? Or how is everything with your mom or anything else? I was like, how do you know that? <laughs> so it's very funny. And we love and we appreciate all the feedback that you guys are giving it to us. So if you're listening right now in the car, at the gym, feel free to give us all the feedback because we really love and appreciate that. Yeah. And we are so, so, so excited to have today's guest on our show. We are so pleased and appreciative. Um, Crystal Dwyer Hansen. She is an author, a coach. She's going to get into her story here in a moment. But thank you so much for being with us, Crystal. Oh, Liz, my pleasure. Thank you both. I'm so happy to be here with both of you. And it's so fun to hear about your audience being so engaged because I think podcasts right now are so important to people given what we've gone through <laughs> over these past few months. Everything just became so uncertain. So since we're having to social distance, it's just a way for us to stay connected and uh, together in a way. So really yeah. happy to be here with you guys. Well, we have so many questions for her. They just released her and her husband, Mark, just released a book. She's a uh, multiple author of various books and programs. So we have just personally and selfishly, right? We always have tons of questions for ourselves. <laughs> um, but we're going to jump into it as, in a moment. We always like to kind of connect with our audience and just to kind of share a little tip, a little something that's come up for us in the last week. Um, so this morning I was straightening up and uh, in the bathroom and, and I smelled something. And, you know, obviously not to get too gross here, but you know, you're, you're in the bathroom. I was just like kind of straightening up. My kids just leave toothpaste everywhere. You know how that goes. Right, right. And, um, and it smelled almost like a um, porta potty. And I'm like, it's weird. What? You know? <laughs> so, so then I went to the garbage and I saw a bunch of tissue. And I'm like, no. Sammy must have done some. My daughter's three, right? She's still figuring things out with. And I, so, so it just didn't smell right. I cleaned it up. I got some bleach and not bleach, but I got, you know, I just cleaned up, put it outside. You're Italian. You get bleach. I know, do I do. Yes, I know. I love vinegar. Do. I love vinegar. <laughs> but anyway, I clean with vinegar. It's awful. It always smells like vinegar in my house. But anyway, so I'm, I'm doing this and I go back and I said, Sammy, I'm like, Sammy, remember, honey, you gotta put, you have to put your toilet paper in the, in the toilet. And she goes, she goes, that wasn't me. And I'm like, Zachary's like, oh yeah, I peed in the garbage. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So literally this bathroom is a small bathroom, right? Like you literally, there's a toilet and then the garbage. Like they're literally right next to each other. So I said, my son's six, right? He knows how to pee in the bathroom. And he goes, he goes, yeah, I just, just thought it'd be fun to pee in the garbage this time. I'm like, honey, it smells like a, a porta potty now in our bathroom. And now I have to like disinfect everything. <laughs> Don't do that again. He's like, all right. Yeah, I just kind of got confused and, you know, I thought it'd be fun. So I'm sharing this. 
I love real estate investing (laughs) podcast because it made me think about how we often have to get reminded of things. Like we know things like my son knows how to pee in the toilet, right? So it's not like he's like, I got like, he didn't really get confused. He just wanted to do something different. Who knows? And he needs to be reminded of something, right? So I then I thought about my own life, right? Cause I always kind of bring it back. And I'm like, we all need to get reminded, right? There's things that we just, we know, but we may not be doing, right? Or we may not do as consistently as we'd like to, whether it's cold calls, whether it's, you know, call, uh, looking for property on a consistent basis, whether it's, you know, making sure our, our finances are in order, whatever that is for you. But it just reminded me that sometimes the obvious things we need to be reminded of. And, you know, it just was a funny little story I wanted to share too. <laughs> I totally agree. And that happened to me actually yesterday because I was feeling overwhelmed with my to-do list that, rapidly grow um, by the by the minute. And then I, I came across a video from Mel Robbins explaining the importance of brain dump and really like taking everything from your brain, putting uh, on, on a paper. And I thought, okay, but I have my to-do list, but I didn't ba- brain, brain uh, dump as if she was recommending to do at the end of the day and really like selecting what are the three things that I'm going to focus on? Yeah. I am a high achiever. So I go for like 10 things, but I think that I'm doing a disservice to myself. And I shared that with the community because my brain also needs free time to recharge. And I love this, this concept of, when my brain in that stage of recharge, I hear, I can feel the breath of God into me mm. with the ideas and creativity and different things. So I was like, yeah. that makes sense. So I'm, I am time blocking time to do nothing. Good stuff. <laughs> it's challenging well, for me, but I am committed to do that. I love it. And I, it's such a perfect segue into who we have on here today because Crystal is an expert in so many of these areas in terms of just high performance, right? And so let's, let's get into your story and all the amazing things we uh, want to ask you and get into. So we always like to share, we always kind of kick things off is tell us a little bit about, tell the women listening a little bit about who you are and how you, um, you know, got into coaching and, uh, and where you are today. Yeah, so I'm a transformational life coach and a clinical hypnotherapist, and I actually used to be in real estate, <laughs> and um, I just found that I was always coaching people, and you hear that, I think, from a lot of coaches. You know, people would come into my house, and I'd be like, they, I always, you know, somehow I'm able to create really good rapport with people because I love people. I'm interested in people, and I think that's part of it, is being interested in people. We'll get into that a little bit more with the book that we have today, but yeah, so I just would find, find myself writing life plans and, and uh, things like that. Then one day I was building a house and my cabinet guy came in and um, I said, Tony, the guy who was doing all my cabinets and I'd known him for a while. I said, you look amazing, Tony. What did you do? He looked slim and fit. And he goes, well, I stopped smoking and I lost weight. And I was like, wait a second. Those two things don't go together. How do you right. stop your gaining weight when you start, stop smoking normally? And he goes, I went to this guy who hypnotized me, listened to the audio for 30 days. And he goes, honest to God, I can go to a bar now. I don't crave cigarettes. Mm. And I was like, but what about the weight part? How did you stop? And he said, he hypnotized me um, so that I wouldn't crave food, that I just want to drink water. And, um, he goes, it's amazing. It's worked so well. So I'm like, 
my sister had been a smoker since eight, from the age of 15. Wow. I said, I'm going to fly her over her here. I'm going to get her into this guy. She was on board. So we did it. Same thing. Listen to, you know, he, he did a hypnosis on her and she listened for 30 days, quit smoking altogether. And I thought mm. I was so fascinated because I've always mm. believed that, you know, the human mind is capable of, of, rapid change if you understand how to do it if you use your mind correctly then i was hooked i had actually gone back to school to get my degree in psychology but i decided to go another pathway um i went to the largest um holistic college in the country and studied life coaching hypnotherapy i was like i have to do, learn this i love mm -hmm. the idea that if you could stop smoking what else what other behaviors could you change what other things could you implement what other things could you let go of in your life and then come to sort of what I call the zero point so you can create what you want, the behaviors you want, essentially the life you want. And um, I've just enjoyed what I'm doing so much. When I wrote my first book, That's How I Met Mark, I was writing a book called Pure Thoughts for Pure Results. I'm redoing that book. It's not really available right now, but um, I was having so many amazing breakthroughs with my clients. I started seeing people and it instantly, it was immediate. I thought, you know, I'm going to have to warm up to this and I'll get better at it and be able to help people more and more as I go on. It was instant. Like, I don't know if it's just the rapport that we were able to have together or that just that I loved what I was doing so much or that people were so willing, but all of those things came together. And I would have, I remember this woman that came to me, um, she was one of my earlier clients. She'd heard me on a radio show talking about what I was doing and she called and said, you know what, I, you're my last hope. Um, I, I've been depressed all my life. I want to kill myself every day. So I said, Kathy, come in, you know, let's, let's see what we can do. So she, when I did her intake, her story was very sad. She grew up in the depression. Uh, her mother was mentally ill. She had these memories of her mother, like grabbing her by the ankle and swinging her around and releasing her in, into the refrigerator. Mm. And her next memory was mom leaving forever, you know, just walking out the door saying, I'm done, never coming back. So left her with these, her dad, she and two other uh, little girls. Um, a few months later, he couldn't handle it. He loads them in the truck, dumps them off at the relative and said, I can't raise girls. You're going to have to do this. So her sense of rejection and, and worthlessness mm -hmm. were so profound that she would wake up every day feeling like she goes, I just wake up every day feeling like I, I should die, like I shouldn't be here. I don't have a right to be here. And uh, so after five appointments, I got the most amazing letter from her email. And she said, Crystal, I am so thankful for that day you came into my life and I heard you on the radio. She goes, I honestly can say that I know I am completely free of the crushing depression I've experienced my entire life. And now I you know, can wake up and have a bad day and it's just a bad day. And uh, so the power of the work is what is, is so intriguing to me. I, I love this work. Um, and I'll, I mean, I'll do it my entire life. It's not even what I make the most money in my life. I make more money in real estate, <laughs> but it's what I love to do. It's, it's like my heart passion. So, yeah, I mean, I'll let you comment before I get into yeah. the book. I don't want to. So I just... Part of the work okay. that we do in, in, in real estate, it's it's three pillars. We usually say we we are here to empower women to live a financially free and balanced life, not just teaching them about strategies to invest in real estate, but our other two pillars are are the, the business strategies and the self-care. And the self-care, under self-care, we have the 
mindset and the how how healthy you are in different aspects of your your body your mind your soul all together and i think that in real estate a lot of people including right me raise my hand right, right. we are all on this journey of of really getting down the real estate part and neglecting the other one but throughout my, my, my experience, I have found that my mindset and my emotional being have direct correlation to what I attract to my life and how I deal with things. So it's not a matter of what happens, but how I react to it. Um, so for the ladies that are listening and they're like, okay, what are you guys talking about? Like, this is some juju thing or is this real? Um, I don't have too much time in my life. I'm wearing different hats. So for that woman that is so overwhelmed with so many different things, how can she get started on taking care of, of herself, of her emotional, physical well-being? Right. That's a great question. Um, Andres, that we, so that's exactly why Mark and I wrote the book. Um, and so if, if, for those of you who don't know, my husband is the author of the chicken soup for the soul series. Just wanted to mention that. Um, so he and I wake up every day and we have sort of this jam session of meditation, you know, prayer, um, sort of setting our day, setting the tone for our day. And, um, you know, the idea for this book, this is our new book. It's called ask the bridge from your dreams to your destiny. And the reason we wrote this book is because we started noticing, you know, we get to meet so many amazing people all over the world all the time. And the difference between those who are like massively successful and those who are just kind of falling short of their success, it's not that these guys are any smarter, any more talented, you know, have any leg up on anything. It's really, we said, if it comes down to one thing, it's the ability to ask to ask for what you want in life. And as it turns out, as we started doing these interviews for the book, we found that all of the people who have really great success, and it can be success in anything, you know, your career, relationships, health and wellness, even your life purpose and your spiritual life, those people have become master askers. And so we, the distinction we made was that um, there are three channels through which you need to learn to ask. And those are ask yourself, ask others, and ask God. And each one of those is equally important because each one rounds out your journey. And this, the uh, subtitle of the book is The Bridge from Your Dreams to Your Destiny because what happens is we all have these dreams locked in our hearts but often they kind of lay dormant um, if we're not asking, if we're not moving to the next step. And asking is like its own language. It's like it, it's the only thing that has the ability to deliver a, a new solution, a new understanding, a new plan, a new breakthrough. And it seems like such a simple thing, ask. But it's honestly... When we talk to people, people don't do it enough. We're not deploying. It's a simple tool we're all born with. In fact, as children, we're born, if you think about it, as master askers. We come into this world wanting to know what, why, who, when, where. And we also want more, more, more. We're always asking for more. But then over time, 
through life, through rejection. Um, we go to, you know, parents tell you to stop asking. You go to school. Don't ask unless you're called upon. You go to work, the military. Some, your boss is the authority. Stop asking questions. And so we really do, as human beings, we get shut down in our ability to ask. We get scared to ask. And until you learn to embrace you know, the asking journey, things don't change much for you. It's really a miraculous thing if, you, if you're able to do it. And I'll let you comment to that. <laughs> no, I, I love that. I mean, it's, and it's also the, I love that. Ask God, ask yourself, ask others. So it's, let's take that same woman, Andressa, you were just mentioning, not that same woman, but, you know, a lot of women we come across that, that we talk to and are in our community and listen to our podcast. And, you know, they wear like 95 hats and they want more of this, but they have responsibilities and then just their head spins or, you know, we should say they, you know, just have a lot on their plate. Um, so, you know, I think part of it too, tell me if I'm off here, Crystal, too, is like taking a step back and going, what do I want? You know, like that's probably one of the first questions, right? I mean, and then, I mean, you, you, you know, you're much more of an expert than I am here, but it's like, and then you can start to, okay, so what do I want? What's working for me? What's not? I mean, so that woman that's overwhelmed, what would be some initial questions? What could be some initial inquiries? Right. Well, exactly what you're saying, because the ask yourself part, you always need to start with that. Okay. Because mm. that is what we call the reflective journey, right? You cannot know where you're going unless you know where you are now. And a lot of times we just keep hurling through life, you know, like an out of control planet through space <laughs> and not stopping and asking ourselves these questions, okay? What do I want? Am I happy with this? What's working well? What's not working? Is this where I wanna be right now? Or where do I wanna be, you know? And, and all of these questions. So, and I, I say there are like three critical phases of questions because so many questions can unfold under those phases depending on your personal situation because we're all in a little bit different situation. But those phases of questions are, where am I now? That's critical. That's like critical phase number one. Critical phase number two is where do I want to be? I mean, we oftentimes we don't ever stop to determine that. And if you don't determine that, you don't have a plan for your life. You, I can promise you, if you don't know exactly where you want to be, you're not going to get there because, <laughs> because that creates the architecture for your life plan. You have to have architecture before you build this life. You have to have architecture before you build your house, right? But before you build your building, you have to have architecture for your life. So the second phase is, where do I wanna be? You know, I have to know that. And all of those sub questions that come under that, depending on what your situation is. And the third critical phase, and this is so important, is what actions will I need to take to get there? Because once you've determined these three things, where am I right now? Where do I want to be? And I want these, you know, it, for the listeners, take your time with this. Really explore it. Just keep asking yourself these questions um, that unfold under each of these categories. And then what action steps will I need to take there? And um, it's a magical process because you will start to illuminate the truth to yourself. I mean, there is no mechanism in life that has the ability to reveal what is hidden, like asking, okay? And if we don't stop and take the time to do it, we're just going to keep hurling through space. <laughs> that, that is really so true. So 
When people ask themselves, where do I want to be? I know, I know several people that don't have that clear. And their first thing is that I don't know yet because I don't know what I am really passionate about. What is my purpose in life? They might have a vision, but they are just, I don't know, doing real estate because other people are doing real estate and there's no really passion to do that. They, right. But they are in that stage. They're like, I don't know what is my purpose and I don't really know how to figure that out. So what would you say um, to them? What are the things that they can do in order to figure it out their purpose? Because I do believe I completely agree with you. If yeah. there is no roadmap, you might go, you want to go to California, but you might end up in Florida because you just, you know, let the wind take you there. So how they can figure it out their their vision and make sure okay i feel good about that is there an expectation about the feeling or or is just an imagination thing how do they know if that's what it is right that is a great question and so to get more granular with your questioning just ask yourself if i'm if i'm already rich and successful what am i doing Okay, just pretend, and that's, this is where imagination comes in. And we have the section of the book called prepare to be a, how to prepare to be a good asker, okay? And those three steps are, the first three steps are belief. Number one, you just have to, and, and some people go, well, how do I get belief? How do I get belief? I'm just asking you to suspend your disbelief, okay? Just say, I believe, so belief that those, that your answers are out there for you and belief that you deserve your answers, okay? So believe that the answers are out there, believe you deserve those answers. The second step is action. I mean, you can't, when you start to get these little illuminations, these ideas that start coming to you, you need to get up off the couch and take some action, okay? Let that spur you to the next action, okay? Because that's feedback from the universe, from God. Like, okay, yeah, that's what I need to do. So action, belief, then action, and then visualization, okay? And that is like really deploying your imagination in a big way because so often our left brain, you know, our analytical brain is going to talk us out of things. Like, you know, you'll start thinking of things and your left brain will tell you, you can't do that. That won't work because of this, this, this. The economy's bad right now. You can't be successful. But, but, but. I just read some, something on the news that said these facts and these you literally have to let go of that and go into this almost uh, what I want to see that say is this imaginary world because your imagination is so powerful and it's important to use your imagination to help create the architecture, to create the template that is going to help you fulfill your dreams. It really, really will. Nothing happens until it happens inside your mind first. I guarantee that. And so if what's happening in your mind is all of these things that your left brain's telling you and all that, you know, you're taking in all this negative news and it's telling you this can't work, that can't work, everything's bad, you're literally creating that architecture. So you need to take yeah. a break away from that it, because that is programming your <laughs> template giving you what the exact opposite template, yeah. giving you the exact opposite program to what you want. So go into that imaginative space and pretend, say, I'm already massively successful in my life right now, okay? I, 
So you're not taking someone else's model. Stop looking at someone else. Oh, I need to be like her. I need to wear the same clothes she wears. That's what success looks like. No, it isn't. That's not what success looks like. I want you to go into yourself. There's only one you. And so ask yourself, what does my ultimate success look like? Because you're the only one who knows. And you may be surprised. It may not be, oh, I want, you know, I want a hundred million dollars. It may, it's going to be your version of success, but go to your ultimate success. If I'm my ultimate riches, my ultimate success, what, what, what does that look like? What am I doing each day? Who am I talking to each day? How do I feel about my life? What, you know, uh, what are the things that I enjoy each day? What are my most, as this rich, successful, balanced person, uh, what do I enjoy about my day? What, who, who am I talking to? What plans am I making? You know, all of those questions that unfold, but go to the place where you're already there. Go into that imaginative place you're all, where, where you're, you're there already. I, I love that, Crystal. And I think, I think about my own life and I think I know that when I've done that and then I, and then, and then you evolve and you achieve some things and you have to keep doing that. Right. Cause your, your, your life is evolving, right. Your, your goals have evolved. And I think, you know, I, I think sometimes we all could just make that sure we're doing that consistently. Right. Cause what, what I wanted 10 years ago might look differently than, than now. I'm, I, you said something very interesting and I think it's a very important thing with women, especially mm-hmm. um, you said, you said you have to believe and you have to believe that you deserve mm what you're getting. And that deserve word is a big one for women. I know it's a big one. For, maybe it's just me, but uh, you know, you know, and I, all women, there's a lot around that. Right. And, um, and even women saying, you know, I, I want this type of life so that I can leave a legacy and they almost feel bad if they say, and, you know, I really want a nice car too, or I really want this. Now that kind of stuff, there's certain things that are important to us, right? I rank travel higher than this and that's all good. But I think certain women have this deserving thing around wealth and money and, and just you fill in the blanks. So how do you, you know, that, that they, they sit down and we're almost bringing them through this process, right? They're envisioning what that ultimate success world, what are they saying? What are they doing? Who are they with? What are they, how are they contributing? Right. Cause that's a big one for women, but how do they move through that deserving? I've called a block. I, I don't know what it is, but that's a big one. And I, I don't know. I mean, that's a, that's a tough one for a lot of women. That's a block for a lot of women. So what have you done or seen with, with the work you've done? Well, it's funny, Liz, that you just said it's a block because in the book, ask, we have, we talk about the seven roadblocks to asking. That's one of and these are just so important for women yeah. to look at. And we have some amazing stories around each of the roadblocks. And I promise you, when you get this book and you read these stories, you're going to see yourself in some of these stories. And we found what Mark and I discovered is that, you know, we all have at least one, if not more of these roadblocks. And those are unworthiness, which is just conditioning from our childhood that kind of leaves us feeling like we don't deserve more, right? Um, Naivete, like maybe we just grew up in an environment where we weren't exposed to things that, you know, it just wasn't our our programming. So we're we're just not aware that it's even there for us. Um, doubt where, you know, it's just this subtle underlying thing that I just, I just doubt this is going to come out. Okay. And you just have this underlying doubt all the time that just holds you back from just asking or do, you know, exploring more or being curious about things. The other one is excuses, which is sort of a, a stubbornness that people have like, no, I don't need that. I'm, I'm fine where I am. 
you know, and it's kind of a stubborn pride where, you know, I'll just accept this misery because, you know, I'm too stubborn and I'm too proud to ask for help or I'm too proud to ask for anything different. I'm just going to, I'm just going to make excuses. Um, and then there's just fear, which is the sheer terror of rejection. And I think that comes down to, you know, a human being's need for love and approval and especially women, you know, we always want that approval. And so it's almost like some women have so just, they're terrified of, of asking, asking for anything more, asking, yeah. even terrified for asking things for yourself, you know, like the car. Yeah. You know, I want the brand new Tesla or I want it, whatever, um, because of, of rejection or lack of approval. Um, and the next one is pattern paralysis. And a lot of us get into this where you just keep repeating the same disappointing patterns hmm. and not stopping. You don't stop to ask yourself, is this really working? You know, what, what's going on here? What does this pattern look like? And why is this pattern dysfunctional? Um, and then the last one is disconnection. And I think, honestly, that's the saddest one of, of all for me because that means you've just literally become disconnected from the dreams in your heart. And that's sad. And it's sort of an, an apathetic state where it just doesn't matter anymore. And gosh, if you're in that state, I just encourage you to just start asking the questions because it can start opening you up. You deserve, everyone deserves to, to move toward their ultimate destiny. And I really do think everyone has an ultimate destiny, you know, and I think your destiny unfolds for you as it goes. It's, it's, it's like a path that just continues to unfold. And that's why we call it that bridge, the destiny bridge. But we really have to get down and start asking those questions, ask ourselves, ask others and ask God. Yeah. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting from finding the best guests to the maintenance to organizing the cleaners after every guest stay. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing or two about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with a reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com backslash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com backslash biggerpockets. Hey there, fellow libation lovers. Let's talk about something that's sure to tickle your taste buds. Total Wine & More. Are you ready to embark on a journey through the aisles of endless possibilities? Total Wine & More is your one-stop shop for all things wine, whiskey, and everything in between. From the smoothest Cabernets to the boldest bourbons, they've got it all. And the best part? Their team of friendly guides is here to help you navigate through the maze of choices. Need a recommendation? They've got you covered. But wait, it gets even better. Total Wine & More offers convenient curbside pickup and delivery, so you can stock up on your favorites without ever leaving your car or home. So, what are you waiting for? Dive into the world of Total Wine & More today and discover your next favorite libation. Visit TotalWine.com to learn more. That's TotalWine.com. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. 
and they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. So we're recording this episode in July 1st, and we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, so this, this, this pandemic and the quarantine and everything that came with it, I think that it also brought a lot of good opportunity for people to get in touch with themselves because they have a little bit of more, more time and other folks didn't. But at the end of the day, a lot of, a lot of people either got in touch to what they really want to do when really like, okay, I, I want this. And the other portion is like, I don't want to go back to that. Yes. So I need to figure out <laughs> what I'm going to do. And oh, it's great because I think it, it, this is my personal opinion. A lot of people are just like zombies, are not aware of what they want, and they just wake up, brush their teeth, go to their nine to five job, yeah. get into the, you know, the subway, come back with their yeah. bag, khaki pants. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I just feel that if that person that person has a passion. I met, I, I know somebody that he's so passionate about sport. Yeah. He's an accountant. He should be, he should be totally in a broadcast TV talking about sport because he knows everything. He lights up. I don't know if he knows his passion, his passion. Right. right. And I was like, I might have to have this conversation with him. <laughs> about it i don't know if he's hearing himself right. uh, but a lot of a lot of people that are coming to that like crossroads right and then comes to fear they're like yeah. okay this i figure out i really like to do this but i have financial responsibilities or i have mm. um other things or blocks right what are the baby steps to start crossing that bridge that they can do it. Is it a matter of making a decision or is there other things that they can do small, but moving towards that goal? Right. Such a good question. And I love the guy you were describing. Is this like a typical example of like pattern paralysis? You say we get on the, you know, get up every day, go to the subway, do this. It's just, we're just paralyzed by our own patterns. So we're, we're not really moving toward our dreams. I love that. But yeah, the baby steps. I mean, it's interesting. This pandemic, like you said, has revealed a lot to people. And when we released this book, oh my gosh, we're, what a nightmare, you know, it's like the release date was April 28th. Wow. Right in the middle of the pandemic. So we have this conversation with our publisher. We're like, we're hearing like our friends, like all their books are getting postponed to the fall till after this is over. So we have this conversation. And in that conversation, we all decided, you know, our publisher said, look, I think this horse has already left the gate. I think we need to move forward. And we all agreed to do that. And thank God we did because this book, it seems, I swear it's a God thing. People have needed this book so much right now at this time. You cannot believe the feedback we're getting. Like, this is the tool I needed because like you were saying, Andressa, we, you know, we're home, we're looking at ourselves. We have an opportunity to slow down a little bit. It's time to ask the questions. It's time to look at 
you know, this asking process and read the stories and figure out how that fits into your life because you are going to, you know, get illumination. You're going to start to see how, you know, these stories are a little bit similar to, to what's going on in your life. Mm -hmm. And all of the methods that we talk about in there are just sort of a guidepost to get, keep you moving. And it is little steps, you know, that's why we need to start asking. We need to use this process every day. You know, we need to just learn to be better askers. Yeah. And I, I found, especially just because I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old, when I say, I still say, Zachary, why did you do that? Because I said it this morning, like, why did you pee in the garbage, right? And then I said, Liz, you know better. Why is not the question I want to ask, yeah. right? Um, what about what was going on made you want to pee in the, you know, so it's the, it's the why and the what, you know, something, you know, I, I, I'm sure your book, which, which I have, um, which I have read, it's, it's an amazing book. All of your books are amazing, you yeah. and your husband. So highly, highly, highly recommend you guys getting it. But, it, you know, it's so much about the words we use, right? And, and it's, it's, the, it's when you ask a different question that actually is empowering, like what or how, because even now it's like Andres and I are, you know, we're growing our community. There's a lot of things happening. We have so many amazing opportunities. And then my mind goes, can we do this, right? Versus how can we do this, right? And, I, and I'm, I'm victim to it too. It's like, and I know this stuff. I know better, right? I've read the books. I've, I've done the training. And I'm like, I don't think we can do this versus how can we, you know? And, I, and I, just a slight word, but that word and the words you, that you, you know, so eloquently said in the book and the, the questions make a difference <laughs> because your mind only will answer what you ask it, right? I mean, you, right. you know, you know better than me, but that's pretty as basic as it gets, you know? Oh, I love that you shared that because you're exactly right, Liz. Can you, people say, can you ask the wrong question? Yes, you can ask the wrong question. <laughs> right. What am I going to do when I fail? Or how am I right. going to you know, all of these things? I mean, Mark tells a story about, you know, how can I go bankrupt? Because he, he, people don't realize that about him. You know, most people who are massively successful have been through tremendous trials and tribulations. Each of us have in our own different ways. But he went bankrupt you know, out of graduate school, he was trying to be someone else. He was trying to be Buckminster Fuller, whom he studied with in graduate school. And that brought him, you know, when he was on his knees, when he was, had, you know, had lost everything, uh, lost $2 million in like a day. Um, you know, he was sleeping in a sleeping bag outside of uh, his friend's room because he couldn't afford anything. That's when he started asking the questions, what am I really meant to do? Is this did I even like what I was doing? Mm -hmm. And the answer was, yeah. no, not really. What do I love doing? And when he started saying, what do I love doing? He's like, I love speaking to people. I love mm -hmm. speaking to people about things that matter that make a life-changing difference. And when he got that epiphany, it changed everything. So, you know, it's asking yourself and then he asked others like, so he ran out to his roommates and said, do you know anybody who's a speaker? And then they directed it to some guy. Well, that one connection, that guy connected into these other guys. And so it's step by step, you know, we get connected by asking ourselves, asking others, well, once this guy connected him, he connected to a whole uh, network of people, started training in the insurance industry and was one of the top trainers and speakers in the insurance industry. And from there, his his message was so well received that he said, why don't I put this in a book, you know, ask the right question. 
he did. And from that year, he went from making like $75,000 from speaking, you know, and training insurance to tripling his income from the book. He sold, you know, 20,000 copies at $10 from the stage and he made $200,000 that first year. So it's like, that is what life is. You know, we, it's like driving, when I'm driving down the road at night, if I'm driving from Arizona to California, I'm not, I can't see all the way to California, right? My headlights only let me see the next, whatever, (laughs) 300 feet. But that's what the question and answers do, okay? Mm. They let you see the next, the next step, the next 300 feet. So you keep asking, keep asking. You get that answer, you go that far, you ask the next question. Don't stop asking. That's why this is truly the most simple yeah, powerful tool you'll ever have. And, and you just have to remember to use it. And then I wanted to talk about the asking others part because I think that's really important. We did a lot of research for this book. Um, and it's funny, people going into these studies pretty much have the same perception that if they ask people for things, you know, for help or favors, um, the perception is that they're gonna appear to be pushy, obnoxious, you know, So everybody, so they hold back, they don't ask. Um, They also, the perception is that if they ask too many questions, they'll appear to be stupid, ignorant, uninformed, so they don't ask the questions, right? This is what most people going into the study did. But the study revealed, the studies, multiple, revealed that you are 80% likely to get your request granted if you just ask, 80% more likely. Those are great odds. So it's important to not hold back, to ask. And you may get rejection, but you're one step closer to, to getting your answer, to getting what you want. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a very high likelihood that you will get what you want. So keep asking. The other studies showed that um, people who ask a lot of questions are perceived as more interesting and more likable. So don't hold back when you don't have information or you think you're gonna look stupid or uninformed, go ahead and ask because that is how human beings bond. When we ask one another things, it, it creates th- this bond between two human beings. We can, we're each other's best resource. So it, it, it's a really remarkable thing asking um, and it can serve us so well if we're willing to do it and just get over the roadblocks and start asking. <laughs> I love, love that. And the third thing that you mentioned is, is about asking a higher power, God, universe, whatever you name it. And, and I, I love that because I, I am a firm believer on that. And I get my answers. Liz knows that. I get all my answers and insights that just come to my head while I'm taking a shower. So every time that I take a shower and I get out of the shower and I, I run in my towel to get a piece of paper, my mom knows that I just need five minutes to really <laughs> dump that idea into a paper because it, can't, it just comes to me. But I don't know if that's just me. So for the ladies that are listening, they're like, what the hell is happening? So when they ask, when they ask the universe and God, how do they know how the response comes? What, what have you guys seen it? How do they know is, is this a real response from the universe or, or from God or a higher power? Right. No, I love the question because it's such an important part of our lives too. And what we found is the people who most of the time, I would say 90, 
99% of the time, people who achieve great success and have had you know, great, a great sense of happiness and satisfaction and success in their lives have this connection to God, higher power, um, and utilize that regularly, you know, check in regularly. Because what I love about the asking God part, for me, it, it, it takes it off myself, okay? Because sometimes we literally become so self-obsessed. We're like all wrapped up in ourselves, what we're doing wrong or right. And when we ask God, my favorite question is like, show me God, you know, will you please show me the, how to be the best expression of myself for which you made me? You, you know, you're the creator of all. Show me how I can express what you made me to be. Show me how I can express that in the way that will serve myself, my family, and everyone around me. And when you do that, just it's sort of like pulling back the camera lens if you're, if you're focused on some little annoying thing, you know, or problem. When you, when you pull back that camera lens and put it in this large universal perspective, you know, it's like, what is my contribution to the, the universe? What is my contribution to this beautiful kingdom you created? You know, what, what is my kingdom purpose? And if we all approach life that way, you know, it just seems a lot nicer. It seems like there'll be a lot more cohesiveness, cooperation, understanding, and, you know, just, just a greater sense of happiness. Yeah. And I love that too, Crystal, because I feel like, you know, one of the things that I'm even just personally taking away is we, we make time to work out. We make time to meditate. Um, I do. And I make time to pray. Um, I love that you have a jam session. I, I might have to steal that and start doing that with my husband. I like that. Um, but, you know, it's so important. But yet, do we make enough time on a daily basis to ask questions about where we need to be and where we are and what, you know, just that kind of that emotional question asking is what I'm hearing too. And I feel like, I don't know about, about the ladies listening, but we don't, people don't stress that enough, right? We're like, make time for this, take that, that. And then you're just checking it off. Check, check, check. I meditated, check, prayed, check. And it almost becomes like a, like literally just checking things off. Like, and then you, you end it and you're like, I don't really feel any differently than I started because it's, it's, it's a process, right? It's a feeling. It's a, it can't just be like, I check these things off and I got self-care. Good. My mindset's good. Awesome. Let me start the day. I don't, I don't know about anyone listening or all of you, but it doesn't work like that for me. But by asking questions, like you're saying, I think it's so powerful, especially at the beginning of the day. And at the end of the day, especially as your mind's working, people say like that, that nighttime's probably the best time to ask yourself empowering questions because your mind's going to be kind of, uh, you know, subconsciously or however that works, be working. So, so true. Ladies make time, make time for it because no one's going to do it for you. It's like, it's like working out. No one's going to make time for the people to come over and literally move your body for you. I mean, unfortunately, I don't know about maybe a personal trainer, but they don't even do that. Right. They don't even actually move your body for you. Um, you got to do it yourself. So, so use this, use this amazing book as, as your personal trainer to ask the right questions, you know, and um, it's amazing, Crystal. We have to have you back on. Cause I, I, there's so many other things that just to, to, to jump into, but you've been a, an amazing resource here and an amazing, really eye-opening. It's like you said, simple, but profound. Um, so, so ladies definitely get this book, but Crystal, where can the ladies listening learn more about you, learn more about all the great things you and your husband are up to? Yeah, please connect with me on, um, I'm at Crystal Dwyer Hansen on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. So I love connecting with people and I really, I really try to like communicate with people. So 
connect with me. Let's stay in touch. Let's build, you know, a better community of women who are strong, who can ask the right questions and really create the success we want. Because I think women really do set this tone for society in a, in a really beautiful way. Um, and yeah, get the book, ask. I'd love for you to read it. We're doing this really cool thing because we want to be more of a resource to people. Um, when you buy the book, if you uh, go to askthebookclub.com, we'll invite you. We're going to be doing this really cool, free to everybody um, book club because we want to keep the discussion going. It's important. We want to be a resource to people. So yeah, buy the book on Amazon. It's just amazon.com. Ask the bridge from your dreams to your destiny. And um, then go to askthebookclub.com and join us for, for this amazing book club. Yeah, and connect. Um, I also have some resources at crystalvisionlife.com if people are suffering with anxiety, depression. I've got um, some guided visualization um, audios there that use you know some powerful like hypnosis techniques that really help you shift, you know, starting over, garden of new beginnings, all those things. Um, so check those out too, but, but yeah, I hope to see you at, uh, ask the book club and, uh, and hear back on the book. That's awesome. And for all of you listening, all this information you guys are going to find on our show notes. Now we're going to transition to our fabulous three questions. And the first one, Crystal is what's the most transformational book you have ever read? You know, I, most people haven't heard of this book. Um, it's called The Molecules of Emotion by Candace Pert. I'm kind of a <laughs> geeky scientist, but she was nominated for a Nobel Prize for her work. What she discovered was that in our human body, when, when we feel things, when we feel emotions, those, that chemistry cascades through our entire body not just, and it stores memory, okay? So that's why it's so important to spend this time working on yourself because negative emotions, fear, worry, constant fear, worry, and doubt literally create a more negative um, environment for your entire body. I just love that work because it's the physical evidence of what we're talking about. When we talk about these things, you know, it's like, oh, thinking things, you know, thoughts are just thoughts. They're, no, thoughts mm. are real things that create real effects in your life. So that, that is really an incredible book. Amazing. The second question is, what's the most powerful routine that you do to create a financially free and balanced life? Honestly, the most powerful routine we do is our morning jam session, meditation, prayer, and just kind of asking each other those questions. It's so powerful. It changes everything. It sets the day to the right tone. So I really encourage it with everybody. Great. And the last question is, which woman, famous or not, has inspired you the most? Oh, my goodness. Different women in different ways. Um, I'm Mother Teresa lover because of her selfless service and strength and strength. She wasn't a little pushover. She was tough. And, you know, for women to get things done sometimes, as much as she came from love and service, there was a certain toughness about her that, you know, just uh, resilient and sort of relentless strength. And I think we can all learn from that. That's awesome. She's one of my favorites too. Yeah. Uh, Crystal, thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you for all the work that you're up to and, you know, uh, just appreciate you so much. Thanks for spending some time with us in our community. Thank you. My pleasure. You were both just wonderful. So let's stay in touch. Thank, thank you. Thank you, thank you so much. Ladies.
If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share it with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.